welcome to the Imitator Podcast, where we're discussing how to become more like Jesus, one topic at a time. This is episode 11, and uh, we're really excited to be here. I'm Curtis Henry, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeremy Sutherland. Hey, Curtis. Hey. Uh, it's going to be a fun day today. Jeremy, you want to tell everyone what we're talking about? Yeah, we're, we're talking about giving access. That's that's our title. And um, you're going to go ahead with the scripture shortly, but it's, it's about allowing God to speak into our lives. And that seems like, you know, as an imitator of Christ, that be, should be such an obvious thing. But um, I, I think we're there's some things that we need to discuss and kind of pull out of the different scriptures, but just a, giving access to the Lord, to the Holy yeah. Spirit, to, to speak into our lives and, and um, not check boxes. How about that? Right, right. Yeah. You know, a few episodes ago in uh, episode six, we talked a little bit about godly like habits and stuff like that. But this is going to be a bit different from that. Um, it's going to be kind of the other side of the spectrum. So um, we're excited about Zechariah 7. We're going to be reading from Zechariah 7, 4 through 13. And it says, The Lord of heaven's armies sent me this message in reply. Say to all your people and your priests, during these 70 years of exile, when you fasted and mourned in the summer and in early autumn, was it really for me that you were fasting? And even now in your holy festivals, aren't you eating and drinking just to please yourselves? Isn't this the same message that the Lord proclaimed through the prophets in years past when Jerusalem and the towns of Judah were bustling with people and the Negev and the hills of Judah were well populated? Then this message came to Zechariah from the Lord. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says, judge fairly and show mercy and kindness to one another. Do not oppress widows, orphans, foreigners, and the poor, and do not scheme against each other. Your ancestors refused to listen to this message. They stubbornly turned away and put their fingers in their ears to keep from hearing. They made their hearts as hard as stone so they could not hear the instructions or the messages that the Lord of heaven's armies had sent them by the Spirit through the earlier prophets. That is why the Lord of heaven's armies was so angry with them. Since they refused to listen when I called on them, I would not listen when they called to me, says the Lord of heaven's armies. As with a whirlwind, I scattered them among the distant nations where they lived as strangers. Their land became as desolate, uh, so desolate that no one even traveled through it. They turned their pleasant land into a desert. Wow. Yeah, yeah so um, I know that was a lot, um, but it's really actually super powerful. Um, so basically this is, it's about God. Um, and he sent a message to, um, to the people to correct them. And they were focused on fasting and doing these holy festivals and observing them. Um, although they were doing it selfishly, but they were, they were doing these things mm -hmm. for God. Yeah. Um, and you know, God, uh, then comes basically with the response that like, you know, you should be focusing on not oppressing widows and orphans and foreigners and the poor and to not scheme it against each other and to judge fairly and to show mercy and kindness to one another. Um, and basically, uh, the people refuse to listen. Um, and it sounds like they're comparing their response to their ancestors' response. Like their ancestors refused to listen. They stubbornly turned away. Yeah. And so um, I think that, you know, their response is something we can learn from. 
Um, and there was something about an assumption that like, oh, I'm doing these fasts. I'm doing these holy things for God, supposedly. Um, and that God shouldn't require anything else of them. Like, this is enough. This is my sacrifice. And this is like, God should be happy with that. Um, and they didn't want to really be corrected or shaped by God um, when he began to uh, correct them and, and let them know where their focus should be. Um, they did exactly what their ancestor di- ancestors did. They refused to listen. Um, and then at the end of the chapter, it says something really interesting. It says, they did not listen to me, so I did not listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. And not only did they not listen, but they made excuses for themselves, mm-hmm. right? Like, well, we don't really need to do these other things that you're asking us to because we already make the sacrifices. We already, we already do these things. We already check the yeah. boxes. Yeah. Um, and I think that applies to our day-to-day walk with the Lord and imitating Jesus. It's like, mm-hmm. do we look at our devotional time or going to church or doing these like different religious activities as like box checked, move on? Mm-hmm. Or Lord, how could you ask me to do anything else? I've already I've already checked my boxes for today. I've already yeah. read two chapters of the Bible. I've already <laughs> I already had my five minutes of prayer. Come on, Lord, like you know, I, I not, not what, you more. Want really, to you want to do yeah. other stuff? But no, I don't want. I don't don't need to do those other stuff because I've already done this stuff. And, yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, and so they're they're effectively shutting the door on on God and communication with Him because they're saying. Oh, these are the things that I've done. That's good enough. That's all. No, thank you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, when we know God is speaking to us about a particular issue or correcting us in some way, um, you know, and we say, oh, I'm already doing X, Y, Z. It's just, you know, what What more do you want from me, God? I mean, I, I think that is uh, a dangerous place to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, I mean, not only a dangerous place to be, I mean, it, can we go as far as to say it's sin? Right. James yeah. four seventeen says, therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it's sin. Hmm. Uh, that, 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 that's yeah. pretty straightforward. Straightforward, yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> if God's putting something good on your heart and you don't do it, that's, that's, that's sin. It's missing that, that mark. And, you know, I think I, I always go back to Genesis, but uh, I, one of the first characters that popped into my mind when, when this came up was Cain, you know, mm-hmm. um, it says that, uh, you know, in the, in the, during the time of the year, during that, that course that they would bring their offerings, Cain and Abel both, both brought their offerings and, uh, you know, Abel brought a firstborn of his sheep, uh, Cain brought his, the first fruit of his harvest. And, uh, it, it was that Abel's sacrifice was accepted and Cain's right. was not. And so Cain has this kind of visceral response to that and he gets angry and God, you know, not having stayed in the garden, mm-hmm. but having now become intertwined in, in, in mankind, he, he, he goes and approaches Cain, which I think is incredible. He goes and approaches Cain. So Genesis chapter four, verses six through seven. So it says, so the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at your door and its desires for you, but you shall rule over it. And Cain in some ways is like, hey, I, I made my sacrifice. I right. brought the first fruit of my, the work of my hands. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm doing the right thing. But God would say, no, like that was not the correct sacrifice. That's not mm-hmm. the pattern. And he refused access to give access to God and, and stayed in that place. 
Yeah, and let it fester. You know, like he was he was angry. He was boiling until Um, until sin had its way. Right. 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 Yeah. Um. So, in I was listening to this this pastor who's speaking about um this idea of Christians being immunized, and it's not about like you know the COVID vaccine. Whoa, where are you going, there, buddy? (laughs) Um, but. It was it was years ago that he preached this message, but it was incredible. And he basically it's uh, he basically equated uh, these regular habits that we have, or, or these um, little inputs of of Christian living into our lives, as like an immunization. And immunization, we all know, is like a little introduction of a disease that our bodies can fight off. Um, so that we don't get the real deal, right? Overwhelmed, yeah. Yeah, so our bodies don't get overwhelmed by the real deal. So um, basically his idea was that Christians are being immunized by these little things that we do, these little habits or these little correct things that we do. Like it could be, you know, reading the Bible. It could be going to church, all these little things. Whereas if we're not allowing the gospel to fully envelop us and take us over and and um, overwhelm uh, our system and be submitted to it then and to God, then um, we're, I think we're in, in danger of this being just immunized. We're, we're in this place where we feel like we've got enough of God when really we haven't even scratched the surface. Right. right. Yeah. So um, I thought that was a really incredible analogy. Um, but, you know, I think Jesus really had this down better than anybody else. Uh, and we're obviously called to be imitators of Jesus. That's what we're doing here. So um, our response should always be to to give full access to the Holy Spirit to, to guide us, to convict us, to shape us. Um, and obviously uh, a great example of that is the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus is, is about to go to the cross. And I'll just read it. He he says, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. I think, you know, Jesus, even to the point of death, was submitted and willing to do whatever God asked him to do. And it's so inspiring for us just to see our lives from the same perspective and see that, you know, even when it's different than what we'd like or, or if God calls us to it, then we need to obey. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we have, there's other other examples too in the Bible, like popped out the rich young ruler, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're in Mark chapter 10. Uh, This, this young man approaches him. It says, now he was going out on the road. One day came running. He knelt before him and said to him, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And so Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good, but one that is God. You know that the commandments, you know, do not mur- do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and, mo- father and mother. And the rich young ruler said, he answered and said to him, teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. It's like box, mm-hmm. box. I can check those boxes. Right. But yeah, Jesus says, um, Looking at him, and I love how Mark, he adds this in. He says, he looking at him, loved him, and said to him, the one thing that you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, take up the cross, up your cross, and follow me. But he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. So, he he 
he in, in a sense like shrugs his shoulders and plugs his ears like I, I can't do that like look at all yeah. the stuff that I have but and he refuses to give access to what the Lord what Jesus was calling him to do and right there's so many examples of of people including in our own lives of of points in our lives where we may have uh, shut down and just said God that's too much yeah you know and I I think we have so many examples of in scripture of people who did who did give it all, you know, we yeah. were talking this last Sunday at church about, um, or maybe it was two, two weeks ago, but about the apostles who just gave it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And you know, I mean, there's, I've, I've heard a number of stories, even from our own Harvest Church, you know, there was a, there was a guy that just, he, 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 by his own mouth was saying that he was rejecting the Lord, like, no, 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 Lord, not now, not this, not that until he, he got hit. Right. Mm. Um, and, laying on his back in a hospital bed, realized, man, I've, I've been rejecting, I haven't been giving God access to, and, and having that second chance at life mm-hmm. and then going forward. And even today I was talking with uh, a, a dad of a couple daughters and they're leaving, living on the sweet property, uh, surrounded by oak trees. And right now they're in their RV and, um, he woke up with this crazy, the dad did that woke up with this crazy, just like the Lord was saying, it's not safe. He had this dream of this oak tree falling on his camper and his daughter getting crushed. And mm-hmm. so at 3 a.m., he's moving stuff around. He's like waking up the whole family. We got to move. We got to, we got to, wow. you know, like it was like, it was like this instant, like I have to respond to this thing. And so 3 a.m., he's moving everything around. Everybody's like, you're crazy. They, they refused to help him because he's, you're out of your mind. <laughs> And, but he was based on the conviction that, that if he didn't move this thing, his daughter's life might be in danger. And so, right. um, he spent a few weeks moving this, this RV trailer around so, so that it would be kind of in the perfect spot. And, and lo and behold, two months later after that dream, this, this oak tree comes down, cr- would have crushed his daughter had the, the, the RV been, you know, parked where it originally was. Wow. And, um, so th- it was just this testimony, like, Sometimes the Lord calls us into these strange things and, mm-hmm. um, and we need to, we need to give access. We need to allow the Lord to say, okay, I, I need to take this seriously. And I need to, mm-hmm. I need to act on this. I need to listen and obey. Yeah. And I mean, the, the cost of that for, for this guy is he was, he was incredibly aware of the cost, right? His daughter yeah. could have been in danger or, or was in danger. Um, and I think when we read Zechariah, the cost for them was made clear at the end, you know, it says that. God would not listen to them. Like they refused to listen to him so that he will not listen to them. But also at the very end, it says they turned their pleasant land into a desert. And I think that's what's at risk for us. If we aren't obeying God, if we're not listening to him and obeying, then the same thing can happen in our lives. We, God's blessing could, can be removed. Yeah. And, you know, there's all kinds of, bad things that we, can yeah, happen. Yeah, we, we remove ourselves from that like shower of God's blessing. Not, right. not that he still can or still won't bless us, which is uh, right. which is unfathomable. But um, but that's sin. We're, we've entered into yeah. the sin of not obeying and not doing what, the sin of omission, Yeah, right? Yeah. Not doing what he's asked us to do. And then we, he, you know, naturally that shield of blessing is removed and we open ourselves up to all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So give access. Yeah. Don't think of your walk with the Lord as some kind of checkbox. 
Right. Um, um, but to fully imitate Jesus all the way to even even possibly death. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's death of self self image, death right. of what others think of you. Um, but when we are following, obeying scriptures and following the Spirit, um, God will shape and mold us into into who He wants us to be. Yeah, Jeremy, do you want to close us in prayer, and I'll I'll shut it down after that. Yeah, Lord, I just thank you for this message that, that you're giving us, Lord, and, and the warning in that, Lord, and, and that there is a blessing in following you, Lord, and, and giving you access to every uh, every area, every aspect yeah. of our life, Lord. So uh, we pray just that our listeners are listening to this. You even, you're even pointing out by your spirit things in their lives, things in our lives, Lord, that, that you want to give access. You want to have access to you, Lord, so that yeah. we don't just have you, Lord, but that you have all of us. Um, so thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so we just want to thank you for joining us on the Imitator Podcast today, where we're discussing how to become more like Jesus one topic at a time. Uh, if you like this episode, please uh, share it, subscribe to us uh, wherever you're listening. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>